B. And this is Al. And this is not your girlfriend's podcast. I'm starting with <laughs> no. I almost said Merry Christmas. I don't know why. And you said let's ring it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Here we are. You know who we are. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Welcome back. Uh, this is season four. Episode 51. 53. 53. It's been a while, guys. <laughs> We're a little rusty. <laughs> uh, welcome, Shalom. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everyone. It is dead, it's dead, deadly March. <laughs> what? It's just March. I mean, it's deadly no, March? Deadly March. I mean, it's almost the end of March. Yeah, deadly March. I'm still not getting what you March mean by is that. dead. Like, it's dying. Oh, know? okay. You know, the end of March. I thought it's deadly March was like a like an ode to COVID. Oh, no, no. I mean, I mean, rip. But like, <laughs> no. One year of COVID. Somber, somber, somber. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you for announcing the move. <laughs> you, you, you introduced COVID. We just have, like, literally Reflect, reflect, reflect. Executive COVID episodes. I just want to I know, I know. We are not talking about COVID this week, folks. It outlasted about 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, anyway, here we are. Here we are. Um, The eyes of March. (laughs) (laughs) It's past. We're past the eyes. Okay. March Madness, though. (laughs) Is is that a thing still? Um, Yeah, I think. Mm. Right? Are sports still on? Uh, I actually, I'm not dating a man proper, so I can't tell you. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. Okay, well, anyway. Anyways. Anyway, <laughs> you guys know what the date is. April roughly. showers. No, stop it with the months. <laughs> it's it's <gonna> <laughs> April. <laughs> okay, happy April to all. <laughs> happy t- birthday month. And happy tax season. <laughs> oh, God. Don't even get me started. Are we a current time. events podcast? <laughs> Or just like a calendar podcast. Yeah, we also upload these like so late. So like, <laughs> it might come out in May. So um, <laughs> happy, happy, <laughs> happy Easter, happy birthday, happy taxes, happy Aries season, happy, happy solstice, solstice, yeah. happy solstice, mm-hmm. um, and Memorial Day, if anything, and that should that should wrap it up, right? I'm fucking edit this pre Memorial Day. Okay, cool. Don't even. Don't even. We're not even there yet. Cool, cool, cool. Well, hello all. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so um, we have not. This was a brief background. We have not chatted to each other in quite a while. No, we haven't. So this is actually um, we're actually in a very like new setting right now, currently. So this is our first time seeing each other in a few weeks. And we are debriefing on all things life related. I think we only communicate now via TikToks every day. I think that is accurate. Yes. <laughs> it's not like, I, it doesn't feel like that long because I talk to you every day. Right. Because we're TikToks. sending each other content. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But where are we, Elle? Um, We're in my new apartment oh. in the motherfucking burbs. Oh, what? Yes. Yes. A bitch has moved to the birds. A bitch has moved. Oh my god, she's joining me, guys. It's happening. Yeah. Okay, so um effective April 1st. So whenever you're listening to this, this is slightly before then. Um my lease was up at my place in Brooklyn. Um two of my roommates non-renewed. So in a very last minute sort of fashion, the landlord informed myself and the other roommate that we were basically getting our asses kicked to the curb as well. So had to scramble, started looking for places, um, having sort of a meltdown. And my mom just happened to be buying a place at the same time. So it just worked out. And I am now her first official tenant. Yes. So here I am christening the new apartment. I mean, also as a tenant of my parents, um, it's all right. <laughs> I love this for us. This is just like Westchester privilege bullshit, which is like, I mean, whatever, fuck it. Yeah, well, I'm really proud of our parents for making these responsible investments, <laughs> right? Like first first generation parents here. That's true. That's true. You know, actually not even first gen. They were immigrants. We're immigrants. All right. Yeah. Well, they've, they've made their ways. Then here we are in Westchester. Just reaping the benefits. I know. Um, but yeah, this is exciting. I love the new place. And you're only going to be here for a short while anyway. A very short while. I don't think we've ever talked about this on the pod. 
because it's all happened very soon. Yeah, yeah. But me and Elle are making money moves, and we've both decided to do our master's abroad. In Europe. In Europe, duh. Somewhere. When we say abroad, we mean fucking Europe, obviously. Um, It wasn't Europe. See, Euro trip one and two. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty much decided to move back to the UK to nobody's surprise, I'm sure. Um, I have applied. I have cast a wide motherfucking net. So I've applied all over the place. Um, I think based on the options that I've narrowed it down to, I think I'm probably going to end up either in the UK Honestly, most likely in the UK. I hope it's the UK. So we'll see. Oh my god, we'll I hope see. It's the UK. Honestly, like we can visit each other in our different towns. We can, and, you know, like have British cute matching guys. British boyfriends. Yeah, <laughs> just go abroad and forget about our boyfriends. And yes, <laughs> but before that, before that, motherfucking hot girl summer. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm sure to no one's surprise, and this is current events because that right. is a current event. It's going to be hot girl summer. I've already got the first vaccine, first dose of the vaccine. Oh yes. So I'm on my way. We love to see it. Yeah. Next week I'm going to make my appointment once it becomes available to all people under 30. Um, Wait, I saw something amazing today that said that um, Governor Cuomo has announced that if you have been to Union, if you're old enough, wait, wait, if you're old enough to know what Union Pool is, but too old to go to Union Pool, you can now get the vaccine. (laughs) No, no, no. It was like a fake. It was a fake. You know, it was a fake tweet, but it was amazing. (laughs) But also maybe. Yeah. Right. Maybe he said that. It is our birthdays this month. Um, We are getting, I have to update the website again to our age because every year. Oh my God. I update the website every time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because we started this when I was 25 and you were 24 and I'm about to turn 28 and you're about to turn 27. So fuck me. Wait, fuck. So every year I actually update our ages. So when we click on the, the about me on notyourgirlfriendspodcast.com, where you can see all our links. Um, yeah, I update it. Wow. That is so special and just a little bit depressing. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> Wait, does that make this three years since we've started the pod? Well, yeah, because we didn't do a Valentine's Day episode this year. Um, so this is our third year, third Valentine's Day. Holy shit. Wow. How crazy is that? I fuck rip. I mean, moment of silence. I'm just thinking through like all the different places that we've recorded in, like all of the apartments that we've gone through mm. back when you were living at home. Ah, the attic. Oh my god! Um, literally, like the the lounge in that one building I lived in. Oh god, that was that was bad recording. That was a really bad recording. We recorded on literally on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But we have really been through it. Yeah, we've, I mean, not even internationally. We've done Copenhagen episodes, Amsterdam, London. We've had people from all different places be on our pod. Yeah. All different ethnicities and sexualities. Wait, didn't we literally do a Skype episode, like an episode via Skype while I was at work? Yeah, we did. Ducked into a little, like, a little private phone room. That was Valentine's Day maybe last year or the year before or something like that yeah oh my god yeah that was i can't remember it means we're fucking that was valentine's two years ago because last valentine my relationship was already in pieces so i would not have had much to talk about right okay yeah so two years holy shit crazy (laughs) crazy so on that note Um, i guess where are we now um well i'm still single wait Um, what me too. I'm still single too. Like, that's so good. <laughs> you did look confused. <laughs> like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what you heard. <laughs> um, yeah, single as fuck as usual. I, if you listen to last episodes, um, I was, am seeing the lawyer as dubbed on the pod. And I am still seeing the lawyer. I'm glad that it's still his only character trait. <laughs> Truly. I mean, if you go to law school, that's, that's all you have to That's your to whole be. personality, that yeah. That is literally your entire personality. Um, so we started seeing each other in the summer. And then when I moved back to the Burbs in Westchester, I was like, I'm going to meet somebody else. And like, you know, I just really had the really like, 
I don't know, a depressive moment where I was like, I'm going to cut all ties to the city and I'm going to embrace Westchester. That lasted about a month before I messaged him. And then I found out he was in Canada and then he was in Canada for the next three months. And then he got back in January and then we had a, had kind of a meh rekindling. And then I was like, I'm definitely not seeing him again. And then I was in the city for a friend's birthday brunch and I got drunk and I messaged him and I we made things work and I think this is also like COVID hookups like I would have cut this guy loose ages ago but like with the lack of choices involved and right. the lack of meeting new people we are in different times I remember I literally after you guys had that like weird sort of off time that you hung out you were like yeah I think that's it I, I was the vote of like, listen, like not a bad idea to just keep him in the back pocket. You don't have to hang out with him soon, but don't, right? Like don't, um, uh, what did we call it? Like a soft, go, a soft goodbye. I, I don't know. Fuck. But I remember I did call you, like I literally dropped him off and I immediately called you. I was in fucking Hell's Kitchen. I'm like literally about to go mm-hmm. <laughs> on the highway again. And I call you. I'm like, this is all the shit that happened that weekend. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I just, I didn't feel well about it. Basically. I don't know if I talked about this in the pod. I probably did. But like there was like a weird money thing. And like I just I felt like it was too much time together after three months apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We spent like two days together. And I think that was too much. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. But now we've gotten to like a pretty good pace. And I see him like maybe like twice a month. It's up from once. Yeah. So which like in these times where, again, it's so hard to. It's so hard to meet people in the first place. It's so like, it's such like a fucking like production to go on a first date. Cause it's like, you do all the COVID screening and then it's picking a place and then it's everything. But it's like, all of that is so much harder. Like it doesn't hurt to have like a, a back pocket option for, you know, someone to see every once in a while. Yeah. And honestly, he's grown on me really like a, like an algae, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's like, I like him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Also, my my background guys have faded. Like, you know, I think in COVID, a lot of people will start talking to their exes again, because what else are we fucking Mm, doing in this world? Yep, yep. And I stopped talking to my ex, and I stopped talking to a different ex. I was talking at one point to the lawyer, and then my two exes, unbeknownst to any of these three dudes involved. And it feels really good just to have one guy to focus on. I I think that was for the best. I think you needed to sort of part with that baggage of the two exes. Cause I mean, either way, neither of them were going to give you anything in the present. And, you know, they were both across a fucking ocean and then some, right. So it's like, it's not even like, I mean, if you were just seeing an ex casually and like having sex with them, then like, that's one thing. Cause at least it's like, you know, some reward. Um, But to just have this like emotional connection with them, I feel like it was like, it was a lot like, and it seemed like you were like struggling with it. Yeah, it was a lot. And now I'm like, I'm happy where I am, knowing that I'm about to leave the country in five months. Um, and me and the lawyer had this discussion literally. On I was first just date. about to ask. No, we literally had this discussion on our first date because at that point it was almost like um, maybe like 10 months ago, almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. It was last summer um, that we had our date. And I was like, yeah, I'm not looking for anything serious. I just got out of a relationship. And he was like, yeah, I'm not looking for anything serious either. Like, I <clears throat> I may leave New York in the next year or two years. And, like, being a lawyer, you're constantly fucking busy. Like, I'm never right, worried right. about him meeting someone else because it's like, bro, you don't even fucking – you don't have time. You literally yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> you work, like, 80 hours a week. <laughs> so now that you guys have been seeing each other for all of this time, has that changed? Does he – has he expressed feeling any differently? Um, no, because nothing has changed. I mean, we've literally talked about like my school and like uni choices and stuff like that um, together. Uh, interestingly, recently we've decided to become exclusive. What? It's so lame. <laughs> I would say that things have changed. Okay, we've basically the the first. The first time after I saw him after three months, which was in January. Oh my God. Wait, I'm sorry. Give me one second to have a meltdown. Everyone around me is getting cuffed. I'm not cuffed, bitch. It's hot girl You're summer. exclusive. There is no hot girl okay, summer. I'll tell you why I'm exclusive. Okay, a really okay. good reason. Okay. Continue, continue. So he... I'm just going to deep breathe over here. <laughs> oh my here. God. Oh my God. So the reason why is because he, he, like that, that hookup in January, 
he was having trouble coming. And I was like, this never was an issue before. Like you've come in condoms with me. Like, I don't understand. And I, I like, I like got off fairly often that weekend, but still it does affect you a bit when you're like, okay, what's For going sure. on? Yeah. And then the next time I saw him, we had more of a conversation and he was just like, I don't know. I think, I think there's a point where guys mental block. This is some dudes obviously, but they're like, they can't come unless like, I don't know. They have some sort of like emotional connection. I get that too. Yeah. I think he was at the point where he needs some sort of emotional connection. Maybe I sound insane. And some girls listening to me right now, like you dumb bitch, probably. Um, But I was like, yeah, like I also like guys coming in me. Like it's a weird kink I have, which started with like a particular ex. So also that was one of the exes I was talking to. So almost in a way to give that ex less power because I've only had like a handful of dudes come in me maybe like literally like three you know without a condom my long-term boyfriend of three and a half years we used condoms the entire time because i wasn't on birth control oh my god yeah yeah, it was expensive (laughs) holy shit so it was only like my most recent ex-boyfriend this other ex um and then this dude that i ever let do that and you know std free i mean that fucking shit works like i'll tell you that like i had std in my life but like when he brought that up, I was like, yeah, I would be open to this because honestly, we're in the middle of a panna cotta. Like, where else are they coming? Where else are you yeah, coming? Yeah. So I agreed to it. And um, the makeup sex is really good. And like, that's literally the only reason we're exclusive. And then we also have the the like caveat that, you know, if he, if he sleeps with somebody else, we have to tell each other. But I don't think it's like... That's fair. Exclusive. exclusive like... I know for a fact he still has Hinge on his phone. Okay, yeah. Like, you know, like... I. It's not like, okay, you're not phone. not seeing other people. You're just... Basically, you just have, like, a like an open understanding about sex that you're sleeping with each other and that if you're going to have other partners that you owe each other the respect of telling. Right. It's like, I mean, at this point, it's only been the two of us for right, right, right. months. We can't ignore that. Yeah. So, that's it. That's literally the reason. Okay. I like that arrangement. Mm-hmm. That still works for me, and I can stop my meltdown now. Literally, um, hot girl summer. I'm so as long bored. as we can still like go out to bars and flirt with dudes and dude flirt and do whatever. Second jab, I'm out. Like okay, cool. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, lit. Um, happy to hear it. Okay, this all sounds really good. I'm really happy for all of this for you. Um, um I want to hear about your most. Oh. Okay, so first of all, I'm drinking white claw. Elle is not drinking. Oh, God. We'll get to that in a second. What? I want to get to that right now. No. No, you can't. You're going to spoil it. You're going to spoil it. That's a spoiler. Um, Okay. So my most recent update. So I think the last time we recorded, I had just stopped seeing that guy, um, Bed-Stuy dude. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was back in September. So in September, we had our final, um, our final, like, conversation, hangout, you know, meet up for drinks, whatever, where we talked about things and we were like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. Like this is the last time. And he was just like, he gave me all these reasons why he wasn't in a place to see me. Um, when I was like, bro, I've literally not been trying to date you this whole time. Like I just want to hang out and like have sex. Um, and so, but whatever, like he like very much had his heart set on it and I'm not going to be one to persuade him otherwise. So that was that, um, over the couple months between September and now he like would slide into my DMS every now and again, and just like comment on shit going on in my life. And yeah. And we were like cordial, but like, I was just like, why are you even doing this? Like, like what is your angle here? So it was like kind of annoying. And then over the past, like, okay. So in December he commented on something. I think I had like picked up like whiskey for a snowstorm and he was like, Oh, looks fun. Like, and I don't know, we got to talking somehow and I was like, yeah, if you want to come bunker down here, you know, you're welcome to. And so he came over, we got wasted. This was like a couple days before Christmas, got wasted, like sort of had sex, like for like two seconds before I was like, wait, what are we doing? Stopped. He left. Um, And then like have just exchanged a couple like you up texts between then and now, Mm -hmm. but hadn't seen each other until this past week. So knowing that I was moving out of Brooklyn, um, on that, so no, no, me knowing, me knowing that I was moving out of Brooklyn in 
you know, at the end of March and that I hadn't really properly had sex since the beginning of September, I was in the midst of a six month dry spell. Um, also realized that moving to the suburbs, I probably wasn't going to have like an available supply of dick on hand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if anything, I was just going to get further down into this dry spell. So I figured, you know what, whatever, I'm leaving the neighborhood. Um, I might as well have a last hurrah for my own sake. So um, I messaged him and we made plans. And so this past Wednesday, we were supposed to meet for drinks. He lives not far from me. I picked a bar that was like two blocks past me. So we met, walked to the bar together and started to catch up. Um, I filled him in on my moving update. I had already mentioned to him that I was leaving the neighborhood and that we should get a drink and catch up before then. That was sort of my like, <laughs> sort of my, yeah, yeah, catch up. Like we're actually friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so we sort of talked about that, talked about each of our situations and whatever. Um, and it was like going fine. We were like having a nice time. And then he asks me if I know about like the border crisis and like what's going on at the border. And I'm like, oh, the, the U.S. and oh, uh, Mexico okay. border. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been sort of disconnecting from the news lately because literally for my own mental health, I can only handle so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of setting boundaries with that. Um, especially because I have like a lot on my plate with like grad school and all of this other stuff that's going on. And so he started like, I feel like he was looking to argue with me. Like the way that he asked me if I knew what was going on was the way that like a Trump supporter might ask you if you know about an issue so that they can like fight you knowing that you're the opposite side. I mean, people generally know what's going on at the border. Right. I was like, yes, I'm aware that there's apparently an influx of immigrants at the border and that, yes, the detention facility centers are still as horrific as they have been. Um, I don't know if, you know, the uh, this massive influx is, you know, corroborated or not. I don't know if that's verified, but um, it seems like from the article headlines, I've literally just skimmed that it seems like that's unclear. And he just like went for it, was like, no, it's true. And Biden's doing this and Biden's doing that. And I'm like, okay, I wasn't sitting here trying to have like a debate with you, especially like you're assuming that I'm like pro Biden till the death of me. Like, sure, I voted for Biden because he was the lesser evil. Like we all did. Right. But like, that doesn't mean that I'm here simping over him. Like he's a politician and he's just probably fucking read a bunch of articles, wants to prove his knowledge. Right. Like literally like just wants to like throw facts at me to like to 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 make me the bad guy or like the the dumb person in a conversation that I didn't initiate and started off by saying, no, I haven't been following this issue. So I don't know enough to comment on it. Right. Which I think is what most people should be saying. If you're right. That's like the most intelligent response. It's like. No, I'm not like forming an opinion. Right. Because I don't have all the facts. Right. I think that's a very intelligent response. Right. You can tell me how you feel about it, but I'm not going to sit here and give you a half assed defense to something that I'm not aware of the situation on. So that was that. I was I was kind of like, listen, like I don't want to get into this with you because again, for the exact reasons that I outlined, um, this is not like a but chat I'm, you want to have on a date either. It's yeah. Like I'm also like, this is coming out of literally nowhere. Like I did not bring this up. Like we were not even having a conversation that segued into this. Like this just came up. Right. And it felt like a really weird vibe. Um, but then, so anyway, so we're closing out at this bar. We were going to go get food somewhere else. Um, and then we look outside and it's pouring rain. So my place is like a block and a half away. We're like, okay, like we'll stop at the bodega, get some sandwiches, um, get some seltzers, go back to mine and just like hang there. So we do that. We're like having a nice time, um, put on music, we're drinking, having fun, whatever. And then he like starts up again, like telling me that it, like COVID shouldn't have shut down all these businesses and the country should have stayed open and all of this shit. And again, not even like, not even again, I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation with you right now. We're having a nice night. And frankly, I don't really care what you feel about that situation. Yeah. You're wrong. But like, that's also not why I'm hanging out with you. Yeah. So then, but like, he just like doubles down and like, won't let it go. So then I have to be like, dude, like you're a fucking idiot. Like half a million people are dead. Like, that's not a small number. And this was all preventable death. And then he starts telling me how so many people lost their livelihoods. And I'm like... 
bro, how is that worse than people losing their lives? Yeah. Right? So then it gets into this, like, contentious conversation. Jesus. Eventually, he gets mad, starts putting on his shoes to storm out. Are you serious? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you brought this up. I didn't want to have a conversation about this. This didn't organically come up. We were just talking and it feels like you just want to have a fight with me about something. Yeah. I don't know if you're like harboring some sort of anger towards me because I literally didn't bring this up at all. Yeah. And you just seem like you want to pick a fight and attack me on something. And then once I said all of that, he like, he was like, oh, well, I don't know. I just feel like. There was, like, a lot of stuff that was, like, on my mind and bothering me. And then... What, with the world? Wait, so so I'm a little bit, like, drunk at this point, so I can't remember exactly which point he brings up first. But he's like, yeah, I guess I was, like, a little... I guess I, like, was a little angry with you or whatever because apparently our downstairs neighbor, who's the super of our building, but he's, like, our age, like, you know, normal dude. He's not, like, some 60-year-old man or whatever. So he's the super of our building. He has a ring camera set up in the lobby, um, and which makes sense in terms of security. But apparently, he just like watches it and like told Bedside Guy that I have dudes over all the time. Like told him that back in December. That's like, first, a fucking rude. B, a violation of your privacy. One hundred percent. And then, like, C, what the fuck is it to you? Right. You guys weren't even talking. Like, so men don't own women. Literally, I don't know what the fuck literally. Is going on here. So he brings that up, and then, like, at some point, he also mentioned he's like, "Oh well," and and I was seeing someone else too. So he's like throwing out all of these different defenses oh. as to why he feels some way, and he's like, "I really liked you," and. Oh, my God. I just, I was upset that we like hadn't seen each other. And I'm like, every single defense, I'm like, wait a second. Like, you're upset that I have dudes over, but you just said that you were seeing someone else. You're upset that we didn't hang out. You didn't ask me to hang out once. I've initiated everything. Like, you're upset with me for all of these different reasons, apparently. Men literally think they put your dick inside you and they fucking own you for life. Literally. Absolutely not. I'm like, what is any of this trash? Like, what, like... And I was just like, dude, like, this is so stupid and so toxic. Like, you just, like, want to, like, you just, like, want to, like, attack me and fight with me. And, like, this is not the first time you've done this. So, like, you can leave. Like, please, like, get your stuff and go. And then, of course, then he's, like, pleading with me to stay. Jesus fucking Christ. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I just, I like you so much. And, like, you're so cool and you're so pretty. And, you know, I just, like, I'll please like, let me stay. Let me stay. Let me stay. And I'm like, dude, no, like just get your shit and go. You were ready to leave a minute ago. Like, just go like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't owe you anything. Like there's no reason for you to be upset with me. Like, this is just like so dumb. And he's like, uh, and now it's, I feel like it's just because I'm kicking him out that he's like, no, 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 please let me stay. Please let me stay. He's like, He's like, I'll help you move and I'll come see you when you move and everything. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're literally talking out of your dick right now just because you want to stay so we can fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, was fucking actually his goal? Because he's done everything up until this point to say that he doesn't want to fuck you. Basically, right? Like, has no, like, like, why, if you actually went on this date, like, why would he be choosing all these, like, hot topic conversations, picking fights with you and thinking that you would fuck him after this? Like, I don't know where his head like, like what was your game plan right why no, game plan. no strategy whatsoever like i'm just gonna go in i'm gonna act a fucking fool i'm gonna do whatever Bro, i want where's your cornell outline like come on like oh, oh my god like it was just there was no strategy like no game no nothing like just i'm gonna be a hot fucking mess and pray for the best like yeah um absolute shit show but like when we were at the bodega buying sandwiches he did ask me he's like okay like should i buy condoms and i was like yes first you didn't show up with condoms right like why are you waiting until this point grow up this guy's 29 years old yeah also like after like the last time we hooked up in december i told him that i was like next time come prepared um He's like a child in many ways, even though he's 29, because like he's gotten out of like a long term relationship. I feel like people who get out of long term relationships and go back into the dating world have no idea about just like normal dating kind of like, um, I don't know, what yeah. is it? Uh, 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 colloquial. Fuck. No, I had it until you said C. Wait, give me a second. Paraphernalia just came to mind. That's not it. Oh, no. Normal dating courtesy. No. 
No. Normal dating protocol. No, it's not it. Okay, but, but that is one. Well, that that works. is something, yeah. Um <laughs> What is the word? It's embarrassing we only speak one language. We can't even fucking make a wizard. <laughs> Wait, no, protocol, I think, is what I'm thinking. Okay, I'm thinking a different I word. I think. <laughs> uh, no, it's something like courtesy, like, it's like a... Or like Criteria? A, like Victorian word, something you do at, like, a, uh, you're, like, you know, when you go out and you know where your forks are and your knives are and which fork to eat with, uh, like, what is oh that called? <laughs> <laughs> etiquette, etiquette, yes! etiquette. <laughs> Normal dating etiquette. Yes, yeah. right? Like, come prepared with condoms. Expect to get laid, right? Like, hope for the worst. <laughs> Plan for the best. Hope for the worst. Wait, no. <laughs> We're so off. We're so off. New tagline. Plan for the best. Hope for the worst. <laughs> I actually do live by that. <laughs> He should have came prepared with condoms. He should have avoided contentious issues, right? Like yeah. all these things, dating 101. But also I'm like, how the fuck did you just date someone for three years and you don't know how to not be a dick to women? The bar women? is so low. The bar is on the floor. Dude, I'm like, really? Like this girl, like I can see why your long-term ex like cheated on you. Like, sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry to say it, but I can I'm really burned. see it. I, I don't have to put like a burn thing. Cause like the fucking, like the level of mansplaining it takes to get on a date and be like, so what have you heard about this COVID thing? <laughs> Let me explain to you my take on it. I honestly doubt that he was seeing somebody because there is a sort of like etiquette that of like a first day, like conversation, a banter, like literally some dude waited till after he fucked me to comment on my Bernie sticker on my fridge and then bring up how he is a libertarian. But you know what? Looking back, I can actually understand that he did fuck because he, he waited until after we right, slept together right, right. to show me his douchebag politics. Right. Like, if you're going to fuck a girl, at least pretend to be her political right, just, for a just little bit. Just wait. Just be your worst self after that. After. After. I mean, like, dude, like, I mean, why are we even giving guys advice right now? But, like, seriously. I literally easy. don't know. Like, just be so a... easy. Just try to be a normal fucking human being don't until then. Off. That's don't it. Fuck us. That's it. Which is always why I say I never judge a guy until after we sleep together because those those indicators after you sleep together really show you what kind of dude that guy is. Yeah. Because anything he says and does before is just like trying to get into your fucking pants. charade, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was just like, it was just like super like frustrating. He's sitting here like literally begging me in the most embarrassing way <laughs> to stay. And I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I haven't had sex in a very long time. You can stay, we can fuck, and then you can leave. Like, nice. that's literally it. Like, I'm going to get mine. Like, I've made it this, you know, I've, I've fucking put on eyelashes for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so fucking, I'll be damned if I don't get mine tonight. So we have sex. It's like, it's not great, but it's not his fault. Like, I feel like I was just so like, I was still like in my head and kind of like lingeringly like pissed off and like annoyed. So like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't come. Um, but he like tried, like, I'll give him that. Like he tried and I just like, couldn't get there. Like, I just like, we broke out the vibrator. Like he went down on me for like a fucking eternity. And I was just like, yeah, you're you're not doing it for me. You can't do it. Um, Uh, after that entire situation, I don't believe. Yeah. So yeah, eventually I was just like, all right, I'm good. Like I'm going to get ready for bed and like prompted him to get up and get his shit together and leave. Um, and so that brings me to why I can't fucking drink tonight, which is because after, you know, laying in bed to give him the, the message that I'm going to bed, therefore please gather your shit and leave. I got lazy slash like was a little drunk and forgot that like, you're supposed to get up and pee and that that's the cardinal rule to like existing as a woman Mm -hmm. is to always pee after sex. So I did not do that. And um, then, you know, that plus like three consecutive days of drinking afterwards, I'm here with like the fucking worst UTI of like my, well, not the worst of my life, but yeah, a fucking miserable UTI. So I'm on antibiotics right now. Yeah, UTI is the worst, but... Yeah. I mean, at least it's not as bad as the time that I literally ended up in the hospital for one. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh my God. So this was a few years ago. Um, and 
like I got a UTI. I like I knew that I had one. I went to like the CVS Minute Clinic, um, got tested, came back immediately. They gave me um, antibiotics for it. Apparently, so I, I took the antibiotics, um, went to bed that night, and then woke up at like probably 5 a.m. So dizzy, like I had such bad vertigo that I couldn't lift my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe I just like didn't eat, didn't drink enough water, whatever. Like, let me just go back to sleep. I go back to sleep. I wake up in the morning and literally like still cannot lift my head, can't turn my head, can't sit upright, can't even like, like can't do anything. Um, I asked my roommate to bring me like water and juice. I thought I maybe had like low blood sugar. I had no idea what was going on. Um, Eventually, like nothing was helping. And so I called the guy that I was dating at the time. And was like, I physically cannot move right now. I think you need to take me to the hospital. Went to the hospital, found out that um, apparently the antibiotics they gave me didn't respond to the specific like cultures or whatever that I had going on. So it wasn't treating it. And apparently when you let an infection go for long enough, it starts to affect your like inner ear and your like balance. Mm-hmm. So basically I was just experiencing like <laughs> the worst vertigo <laughs> you can possibly get. Jesus. Um, yeah. For like 12 hours. Yeah. So basically that's my, uh, that's my update on that front. So I feel like after this, like last time, like, that's it. Like I'm done with this dude. I moved out of Brooklyn. He's fucking toxic as can be. That dude. I'm so glad. I mean, fuck him. it's like, it was weird because seeing him again for the first time, like when we sat down for drinks initially, like I kind of like was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, have I really been simping over this dude like for months now and like watching to see if he watches my stories and like, like this dude is the guy I'm simping over and I look like this. Yeah. Like it was, it was kind of a reality check. So whatever. I mean, it was like a, it was a last hurrah. Um, and then he actually, um, found a friend to help me move, which was nice, but I'm done with that. Like I'm done with him aside from that. So, yeah, he was worth his time. You know, he served a purpose and that purpose is now over. Yeah, it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one other update that mm-hmm. you know about, but our listeners do not. Um, so, as you know, I saw R two weeks ago. X update. X update. So, um, our listeners, or anybody who isn't a former listener, um, to fill you in, my last like serious boyfriend who I was with for a year and a half and lived with for five months right before the pandemic hit. Um, we broke up last April. I moved out literally like this is two weeks into New York basically being in shelter in place. And, you know, I had known that I was going to move out on April 1st. Um, for about a month and a half at that point. So even with like everything going on, I was like, I need to move forward with this situation. So basically I moved into my most recent apartment at that time. Um, We spoke briefly, you know, for like the next like month or two after the breakup, but really all lines of communication had stopped by like the end of May. So I haven't seen or heard from my ex in like eight months at this point. Um, But he reached out like three weeks ago. Um, And it's funny. So as I was taking stock of all of my stuff, getting ready to move, I had a memory of this big laundry bag of throw pillows um, from my previous apartment. And I was thinking about it and I was like, where are those? And I look around my room, I look under my bed and stuff and I can't find them. And it hits me that they must still be in my ex's basement in his apartment But I'm like, you know what? So much time has passed. Like, I'm not going to break the streak of us not talking and reach out just for pillows. Like, it is what it is, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the fucking sheer coincidence, like, two or three weeks ago, he reaches out to me and he's like, hey, doing some cleaning in the basement. Is this yours? And it's a picture of the bag of throw pillows. (laughs) And I'm like, what are the fucking odds? So I write back. I'm like, yeah, they're mine. Can I come pick them up next weekend? He's like, okay, sure. So we coordinate on a date and time. Um, And it must have been two weekends ago at this point. I went to go get them. So I planned it very strategically where um, I was driving from Brooklyn back to Westchester 
Should we say that we're from Westchester? Yes, like okay. a million times. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was driving back on Sunday morning at like 9 or 10 a.m. So I planned it so it would be very early in the morning. I was on my way to something. So there was no opportunity for like, let's go get a drink or, you know, let's go have coffee or whatever. It was a very quick, like, pick up the pillows and go. Um, so I get there. I'm standing outside the car when he comes downstairs. I take the bag of pillows from him. I stick it in the back seat, And I'm like, okay, thanks. And I start walking around to get back to the driver's side. And he's like, wait, like, can we talk for a sec? Ugh, I mean, like, I mean, I get it because I'm sure that's what every ex would want. Right. And I'm like, like myself included. Right. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you want to talk about? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't seen you in like a long time or spoken to you. Like, do you have a few minutes? And I'm like, sure. Like, what do you want to talk about? Is your car parked? Legally? My car is parked legally. Okay. So now we are standing like right next to my car on the sidewalk. Where are you parked? Like in front of this building? I'm right in front of the building. Okay, that's a good park as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a hydrant there, so. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so it wasn't like I could leave my car. Okay, so not super But not that I was going okay. to either. Okay. I was half expecting him to be like, oh, like, can we go upstairs? Like, can we go get coffee, whatever? But, like, <laughs> thankfully he was just like, okay, like, here we are. Um, but he was like, I was like, yeah, if you have something to say, like, you know, go ahead. Like, I have to go in a few minutes, but fine. Um, and he was like, well, you know, I've just, I've had a lot of months to think about it. And I've just been, like, reflecting and thinking about everything that went down. And I just want you to know, like, I feel so horrible for the way that I treated you and everything that I did. And I look back and I just can't believe it because, like, I'm not that person. And which also bullshit. If you yeah. weren't that person, you wouldn't have done it for, like, Such three bullshit. or four months. Um, but he's like, yeah, I just wasn't that per I'm not that person. I was just like dealing with a lot of shit and I literally took every single thing out on you and, you know, you tried so hard and you like tried to, um, to fix things along the way. And I just shut you down at every turn. Like you just, you kept trying and I was just like so horrible to you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're all fucking there for it. Yeah. Right. Like. He's like, I just can't believe I did that to you. And, you know, obviously I realize you want nothing to do with me, but I just needed to let you know because it's been like eating me up. Like I can't sleep. And I'm just like, you know, the past six months, like it's just been like, it's just been like on my mind. And, you know, I just, I knew that I had your pillows and I just was waiting for the right time to like, are you serious? To tell you this. You yes. Oh my yes. God. Oh my God. Which I like, I had a feeling. Um, and it's so funny cause I just like know the way his brain works where he was probably just like, Oh, I'll just wait until it warms up a little bit. And then the first warm weekend, Hey, want to, want to stop by and like chat? The weather has any Literally it has it. nothing to do with anything, but I can just, I just know that in his brain, it was like, I'll just wait until spring and then it'll be nice out. I, I, yeah, like no idea what difference I, that makes. Really like cathartic for you to hear though, because that's oh my all God. you wanted to hear after yes. the breakup. Yes. That's like literally the only thing you came on here and said. So yeah, so I stop him and I'm like, I'm like, thank you for saying that because it was really horrible for me to have to live through. Like as horrible as you might feel about it now, I had to go through that every single day mm-hmm. for months and literally like come home from work and just ask you how your day was and get shut down every single day. And try to talk to you, try to tell you about like what was going on with me. I would try to wake up in the morning and cuddle with you. Like try to like, you know, plan little like dates for us and date nights and okay, let's stay in and cook together tonight. And like, you shut me down on everything that I tried. And he was just like, I know I'm so sorry. Like I just, I like was dealing with my own shit. What shit? I'm sorry. What? I'm his sorry, his own what? fucking insecurities. What? But I know he's still like too ashamed to admit, but I know that he resented me for being, um, he, I know that first of all, he resented me for turning him down years prior I mean, to us dating. I would love to hear that. Right? I would love to hear mouth. it too, but I just, I know, like I just feel this like deep-seated like resentment from him. And then I know that he also resented that I was five years younger than him and in and the same, place in the same, money. yeah, in the same position as him at work. And then like eventually got a title and was like senior to him technically at work. Um, and probably making a little bit more money than he did. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Cause he let his sh- life go to shit. Like I think not go to shit, but I think a lot of people let their life go into autopilot. Yes. Autopilot. That's it. When you're like from New York and like from the suburbs because there's not that like drive to really like do better like if you were okay i'm sorry when you're a fucking white male 
and you just don't have to really push yourself to do better because yeah. you just figure I'm getting the best shake as, you know, as, as anyone could. So I might as well just sit back and assume that people are going to take care of me. Whereas like as a minority and as a woman, I've had to be my own advocate every step of the way. Yeah. And so I did rise through the ranks pretty quickly and I did get to where I am because I constantly was putting my hand up for shit. Cause as you know, as a minority woman, I have to work twice as hard to get the same level of, you know, of respect as my white male colleagues. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I bring up the New York thing just because it's a safety net that like yeah. some people in New York don't have. Right. And he had the safety net of like I can always go back home. To yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have my parents, I have my friends. Like, there's no like drive underneath him yeah. to like do better, succeed because he has to. Yeah. And he was a person who very much just like let life happen to him. Like mm-hmm. when we were figuring out the whole California thing. You know, after his bosses first brought it up to him, I was like, okay, well, let me talk to my boss. Like, my team would definitely, like, make this work for me. Like, we have a team out there, too. So, you know, let's let's work on this on parallel paths. Let's get them talking. Let's figure this out. And he was like, well, no, no, no. I just feel like I lose my I lose my um, my leverage if I start asking them. Like, I need them to come to me with this. And so for months, like we're literally making life decisions. Like I'm breaking my lease and moving in with him, like because we're expecting this to pan out. And he didn't even take the initiative to follow up with them. I mean, initiative is something that R has never had. Yeah, no. And like that was a real source of like of contention in our relationship was me being like, I'm rearranging my life for you and you're not making yourself a priority for these people. Like you're not, you're not reminding them that we're making life decisions and that literally like, you know, our, our relationship is hanging on this situation. So yeah, that was like a big thing, but overall it was just, yeah, it was, it was really great to hear that from him because that was all I ever wanted. I didn't want like to, I didn't want to figure things out. I didn't want to like get back together. I didn't want to work through it. Like I just wanted him to be a fucking man and own up and tell me exactly what it was that went wrong. And, you know, all of these bullshit, like, oh, I just, I don't really know. I just wasn't happy, whatever type comments and just pretending that like, I don't know that, that this was just bound to happen. When like I was here putting in, you know, every fucking bit of energy I had to try to keep this alive. It was just bullshit. It, it, it was bullshit. And I'm glad you heard that. And he had, you know, the balls to say that to you, especially like in person. But it's fucking over. Maybe it's over. Yeah. Learn something from this relationship. Yes. That's what I said to him, too, to make it very clear that, like, just because you apologize now doesn't mean that, like, we're going to work things out. Like, I was like, listen, like you know what? Thank you for saying all of that. I really appreciate it. It's great to finally hear it. Um, but it is what it is at this point. You don't need to continue beating yourself up. I mean, like this was your first serious relationship. Yes. And he did sort of use that as he's like, I don't want to say it's an excuse, but like it was a factor. And I was like, listen, it was your first serious relationship. Like we all do things through trial and error and you learn and it'll make you a different person in your next relationship. Yeah. Um, which will not be with me. So Yeah. I, I mean you're you're also like it's like both of you, right? It's two people will take two to tank though, yeah. right? Like you both chose to stay every day. Yeah. You know? So like he can beat himself up about it, but like you made a decision as well every day and it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I said that to him too. I was like, if I I was like, you know, like I'm a very different person than I was a year ago too. So you don't need to still sweat it. Like if if I were this person a year ago, I probably wouldn't have stuck around as long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. Like we both had to go through it. Um, and it's fine. Like it's water under the bridge. Like you don't need to like, you know, be sorry for it forever. Like just be yeah. different next time to someone else. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> just don't be, <laughs> don't be the same idiot. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. Well, that's like good. Yeah. So that was really good. I mean, and I, I had already felt like that chapter was closed for myself because I had to sort of, I had to get my own, um, my own closure, but hearing it from him, I feel like it's fully shut now. I don't need to worry about him like popping back up in the future and being like, Hey, do you want to catch up and meet for coffee? It's like, this was like the final, the final closing, 
closing closing (laughs) (laughs) this was the final um end to that chapter so it's great i've got like a fucking blank slate i've just like tied up all my knots and burned all my bridges and perfect that's it I've got nothing in the queue. I am thoroughly alone. <laughs> it feels good to like not have anything. No, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, I've like stopped talking to H and we've been going on this like, we're friends, we'll talk for a bit and then we'll not talk and then we'll, we'll talk. And I did this for a really long time because I felt like bad. Not bad. I don't, it's just like he has like a really serious like, like chronic depression from like a young age, which is like, you know, super fucked up to have, you know, like I'm talking like you're a kid four years old and you're like thinking of killing yourself, like, and like act out on that. Like that's like chronic depression and that's what he had. And like that mental bit of it the entire time definitely made me feel like any problems we had, like I had to take them on god that's more. like yeah that's so much for you to have to take on um so even in our breakup you know i always wanted like i i didn't want us to be on good terms and i didn't like you know and also a part of you was like yeah you don't want to be that reason that somebody like uh, offs themselves which he never made me feel like right right, right. To do that but like in my own mind i wanted to talk to him not out of pity just out of like like concern not even concerned like I just like I wanted him to be happy even after we broke up because yeah. I felt bad of the breakup I wanted this to work too but like I know he probably had deeper feelings for me than I had for him it doesn't mean I didn't like feel for him right for right him being sad and stuff but it got to a point where like I had feelings for someone else and he noticed he thought he thought at one point that I was had a whole ass secret boyfriend from him, which oh is hilarious. God. And this is the point that I was talking to like my other ex, E, and like I was really having feelings towards that guy. That like when he brought this up to me, um, when H brought this up to me, I was like, I do not have a secret boyfriend. Like if whatever you're feeling is just, I just have feelings for someone else, and he just said. It's really hard to watch someone like fall out of love with you. Meanwhile, I'm thinking we're just talking as exes, just like talking as friends, like you're 4,000 miles away, you know, like it's, uh, we're not talking like we're about to get back together in my eyes at all. And also you spent the entire last summer fucking other girls. So like, I mean, you're just because your country's in lockdown right now does not mean like that I have to, what? What? You're not going to like me saying it. Well, say it then. I'm having a really strange... Do you think that maybe this is how Jay felt towards you and why he kept his relationship secret? Oh, what? No, I don't think so. I mean, what's the similarities? (laughs) Like everything. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry, but when you play this back... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, because... First of all, with my first ex-boyfriend, which is L referring to, Jay, kept a secret that he, like, was seeing this other girl in person, okay? What I, whatever I'm having with E was not even, was not even anything, wasn't even... Right, no, 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 the, the situation, the circumstances might be different, but I think the underlying, like, motivation, right? Like, you didn't tell H about someone else and you wanted to continue talking to him because you cared about him as a person, and you just wanted to, you wanted him to be happy. You wanted him to be okay. You wanted to know that he was okay. And you didn't tell him about this other thing because you didn't want to upset him because you cared about him as a person. Right. Are you not seeing any potential parallels there? Is this just me? Okay, maybe, but like, it's not like I, it's not like I was secretly seeing someone we both knew and went to school with. No, yeah. Obviously, there's that layer of... Com- yeah, yeah, yeah. There, obviously, there's that layer of, that of complexity to, to it. friend before he told me yeah. that, that I had to hear about through other Listen, people. Listen, the, the particulars make it a little bit different, mm-hmm. but I think that the underlying motivation for not telling you i think when you play it back and you listen to it you're gonna hear that it's probably the same and that it wasn't a malicious it's similar it's not malicious it's not exactly the the same no i'll i'll agree with you is malicious right the the idea behind it is not malicious i'll give him that yeah 
so yeah and like i i you know i said to h as well like i always had like a soft spot for e he's like it's like more than a soft spot like yeah you're probably right about that um so after we had that conversation i stopped talking to h we said we would stop talking for a month and then a month passed and then he actually messaged me on instagram and i after that month i felt like really good like in that time a lot of shit's happened in my own life like you know, um, applying to uni has gone, like, like, you know, things were happening. And in that time, I actually stopped talking to E, which we'll get back to. Um, but like, he messaged me on Instagram, like, hey, I don't think we should talk. Like, we said we were talking like a month or two months. I don't think we should do that. You know, I think it's better if we just don't talk. Oh, H messaged you? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, I was feeling the same way. And I was just thinking like, how do I break it to him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He messaged me that. Wait, I think that's so good. Yeah. So I was like, okay, great. I was like, yeah, I hope you're, you know, doing well as well. And like, that's it. So. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Cause like, I, like, I remember you saying that you were going to like, that you had these like check-ins, but you were going to try to like taper them out or whatever. Yeah. And not have them. And I feel like that's for the best. I mean, Look, you guys were able to be there and, like, sort of support each other in, like, the transition post-breakup, but it couldn't go on forever. No. Like, right? Like, no one actually needs to be friends with their ex. You cannot be friends with your ex forever. No. No, because somebody is always going to feel something. Exactly. Yeah. One one person or the other. Yeah. Yes. So, I'm, I feel like good not talking to H, feeling even guilty just saying that, but, like, I think we just need to at that point because like it was a it was just like a a chore towards the end you know it was just like i was doing it for his sake and it wasn't even an honest conversation at the end of the day right you know when you're hiding going on dates with other people and like having feelings for somebody else like it's not a really true conversation yeah and with e no comment (laughs) yeah we're not talking anymore we no longer speak and that's for the best as well I feel like we're both very, like, clean slate right now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you have your little, you know, your exclusive thing with Lawyer Dude. but Lawyer is different. Right. That's different. But I feel like in terms of past baggage, we are clean slate. Yeah. No, uh, truly clean slate. I don't know if I can emotionally feel it, but, like, it is is clean slate. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is, like, like pre- euro move like housekeeping like we're just yeah tying up all the loose ends and getting rid of all of like the unnecessary baggage yeah except all my baggage is actually in europe (laughs) (laughs) you'll pick it up at the bag check all my exes are in europe (laughs) like i talk about like cutting ties it's like yeah, literally, all these people are about. To yeah, but okay, like, but okay, but you're gonna be miles and miles away, away from fine, all of them. Fine, I'm just moving to the same country. As Whatever. I live in the same country as all of my exes. You don't see me sleeping with all of them, slash talking to all of them, slash doing anything with all of them. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm like happy to go into uni with like. No guys, no preconceived notions, no leftover bullshit. Yeah. 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 This is like your time. Also my time. Yeah. It's both of our time. It's our time. (laughs) (laughs) Our time separately. (laughs) Probably the same country. But sort of the same. Sort of the same. (laughs) Different dudes. Different. Yeah, for sure. That piece is for certain. Are you you getting this guy? (laughs) We are not dating the same guy. No, that is our one clear boundary. We have literally complete opposite types. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I think that's what best friends need to have, though. Yeah, you can't have the same type of guy you're into and be best friends. It would not work out. That just sounds like a, a terrible friendship. I don't think either of us has ever dated a guy that the other would date. No, <laughs> ever. No, <laughs> ever, ever. No, no. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see when we get to Britain. See what them Brits are like. (laughs) Never say never. (laughs) Okay, we're going to wrap up. Yeah, I feel like it's a good place to stop. Um, Guys, thank you for tuning back in. We also, like, loved um, the couple, like, 
DMs and tweets and stuff that we got from people asking like where we've been. It's really nice to know that like if either of us were brutally murdered or went missing, um, that there are people out there who would notice, you know, yeah, aside from like, like our friends and a family. Months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is that still a thing? Oh, is oh, did one of them did one of them disappear? <laughs> oh, you guys will do that. <laughs> Yeah, we're back, bitches. Um, Who knows for how long? We definitely will be coming back for Hot Girl Summer updates. Yes, now that we live within 10 minutes of each other, (laughs) literally 10 minutes, um, I think we're going to be more regularly back. So tune in for your semi-regular programming. Okay, Not your therapist, not your side bay, not your Instagram follower, not your mistress, something.